from Oklahoma City to Berlin, it's Schwab and Alberto with International Thunder, your weekly thunder update. How are y'all doing? It is the revamp of International Thunder. I am Adam Francisco for the SwabReport.com. Alberto Bidet is my co-host. He is not here with me today, but he'll be back to make his debut here shortly as well. But since our last podcast about a year and a half ago, the Thunder are nearly an entirely different team. As you know, Russell Westbrook's gone. Paul George is gone. Everybody's gone except Stephen Adams and Billy Donovan for the most part and some of the training staff. But things have, things have definitely changed. They're four and six on the season, which is weirdly overachieving. Five of those six losses came to playoff teams. So there's a lot of excitement surrounding this current Thunder team and what they can be in the future. This year, we know that they're going to be a hard fighting group. You know that they're going to fight every single game. They're not going to lose without a fight at any point, but they're just, you know, they they just don't have as much talent as a lot of these NBA teams do, especially right now. But what I have noticed the most, everybody wanted to blame uh, Billy Donovan last year for the Thunder's shortcomings, and I don't necessarily disagree with them, but Billy Donovan is a good coach for this current team, the way it's constructed, he's finally able to implement his system. Now, I'm going to tell you what I think the problem was last season with Billy Donovan and the players and all of that and just the way the team ran. Russell Westbrook and Paul George have strong personalities. Paul's not as big as Russell's, but when you have two superstars on your team, obviously ego comes into play and it's a little bit harder to manage personalities than it is to manage a bunch of guys who are really just entering the league or haven't proven themselves in the league outside of Chris Paul and Danilo Gallinari, you know, Steven Adams. This entire Thunder team is young and relatively impressionable. And that's why I think Billy Donovan is the perfect coach for this team. Remember, you guys, he was a college coach. He was a great college coach, one of the best to do it at the University of Florida. So he works better with this age group of players you know obviously 19 to I'd say 24 25 Russ is 30 31 years old Paul's 29 30 years old and they're both deep into the careers and already proven themselves it's just a little bit different what has Billy Donovan done to this team I actually highlighted it in my story but I know a lot of you guys don't read so you know here I am telling you they're 11th in defensive rating other than the Orlando Magic who are 6th you're the only team that's under 500 in the top 15 of the NBA's defensive rating. Not the Western Conference, the entire NBA. So they're losing these games, but also their average margin of loss is only 5.8 points per game, which says a lot. You know, their, their defense is extremely good, especially considering who they have on their roster. Right now, it's... Chris Paul, Danilo Gallinari, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and a bunch of no-names in the whole scheme of things. We know who they are, but the NBA is not as woke when it comes to the rest of the Thunder roster. But they're not losing these games by a lot at all. They're playing extremely well against teams like the Houston Rockets, like teams like the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Golden State Warriors before we realized that they weren't good. Uh, <laughs> they're 
they're playing extremely, extremely well, and it all hints towards this team buying into Billy Donovan's style of play, something that the Thunder have not done as a team in the last three years that Billy has been here. Um, also, Shea Gildas-Alexander needs Chris Paul on this team this year. I honestly am starting to think Sam Presti may be backing off the Chris Paul trades, and I think Chris Paul is enjoying playing for the Thunder a little bit more than what I expected, what you guys probably expected, and probably more than what he expected. And I think that's beneficial for this Thunder team and a growing superstar, not star, a growing superstar in Shea Gilgis Alexander. I think he needs Chris Paul because, you know, he's he's on the brink of being a star. He's averaging right at 21 points per game in his second year. That is, that's, 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 look back at Russell Westbrook's second year and look at his stats and shooting percentage. Shea Gilgis Alexander is right up there with him. But right now he's really a shooting guard. He's he's he he has he has vision. He can play point guard, but he is a he's a true shooting guard. Chris Paul will teach him how to be a true point guard or at least how to kind of polish up his point guard skills. So honestly, I would say Chris Paul is going to stay for at least this season. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he bounces next season, but I think this season he needs to. He needs to stay on this roster. Next topic, before we get to the questions, I know this is going to break y'all's heart. I know this is going to break everybody's heart. But maybe the Thunder should start Nerland's Noel long term. I'm going to let that simmer for a second. Yes, I said maybe the Thunder should start Nerland's Noel over Steven Adams long term i'm sorry i don't know what's going on with steven adams right now i know he he has this knee contusion that i guess goes in and out um he has different episodes with this knee i understand i understand it sucks having a bum knee i have one myself and i couldn't even imagine playing in the nba with this broken screwed up knee but it's it's just amazing to me to see how steve plays without a player like Russell Westbrook around him. It's really exposing him and showing that, you know, he he, he really can't create. He can't create. Um, he needs the ball right under the basket so he can literally just put it into the hoop. Um, I like Nerlens Noel a little bit better because his hustle at this point is a little bit better than uh, Steve's. He shoots better. He can uh, knock down that 15 to 16 footer. He's diving for balls. He's quick. He can guard on the perimeter. Right now, he's just better than Steve, and I don't know if that'll be a long-term thing. There's definitely matchups where I think Steven Adams is better than um, Noel, but long-term and looking forward, I think Nerlens has more upside than Steven Adams does. Now, I know uh, money is a big thing as well. Steven Adams is getting paid a lot of money. He's getting overpaid. We all know that, but he's making a lot of money. Nerlens Noel just got re-signed for the league minimum, basically. So, is is Sam Presti gonna allow Billy Donovan to do that? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Got to remember the NBA is a business, so I'm not sure that's gonna happen. But if you're looking at the way these guys are playing right now, and if the guy, if Stevens' name did not hold as much weight in Oklahoma, everybody, you can't 
you can't say that you would not agree with me. Looking at stats alone, Nerlens Noel has been better. Looking at plus minuses, Nerlens Noel has been better. You have to look at that, get the emotion out of it. I'm going to go ahead and break and get to the questions. I'll ask 21 questions, and they all about us. Could you love me in a Could you love me on a bus? I'll ask 21 questions, and they all about us. First question comes from Chris Gibson off Twitter. One of my cash and followers, thank you very much for your question. He asked, does this Thunder team remind you of the days of old when KD and Russ were young and did not win many games? I know it's a different dynamic, but it reminds me of how entertaining it was to watch them compete even though they did not win every game. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, man. This team is exactly, it actually really reminds me of that second year, that second year, not the first year where they won 20 some odd games, but the second year when they made the first round of the playoffs. That's not me saying that the Thunder are going to make the playoffs this year, but it's to me, they're at that same point. You know, you got Shea, who's one step away from being a star. Uh, you have Chris Paul, who's kind of like he, he's he's definitely past his prime, but he still knows what he's doing. He knows how to run this team. And he provides a lot of insight, and he's still just productive enough to actually contribute to this team. Uh, Gallinari is a like a 45% three-point shooter right now, so he's holding it down. Hamadou Diallo, he went from averaging like four points last year to nearly 10 now. I think he's at 9.8. So Oklahoma City has a core. They already have a core not to mention the load of draft picks that they have. It's actually scary, and I don't know how they're going to manage all this. Um, the Thunder do have a nice core. They they definitely have a nice core of players, a nice group of young um, players. Darius Baisley, I forgot to mention him. He's held his own definitely here in the last uh, five or six games. He's shooting 40% from three to start his NBA career at six foot ten. That's a yeah, that's that's huge. And matching that with his athleticism and the fact that he can defend, he he guarded Giannis for a good amount of time and held his own through that entire time he was guarding Giannis. So this team looks good. And yes, they definitely do remind me of that specific team. Hopefully, hopefully um, we can have a better outcome. Next question came from Mike Baldwin off of Facebook. He hit my DMs with a question. Very, very basic question, but it's a good one. How many games will the Thunder win this year? ESPN had them winning 31, but they look like a better team than that. Well, I actually agree with you. Um, I definitely think they'll win more than 31 games. I had them winning 37, like 36 to 38 games this year right now based on the way they're playing and the way they're competing against teams that are honestly championship contenders Milwaukee Bucks Houston Rockets you know teams like that I'm gonna say uh, I said 37 I'm gonna go with 39 39 to 40 they'll be right around 500 I don't think they will be 500 I think they're going to lose a bunch of games early that they won't be able to rebound from later in the season. But I do think they're looking at a, you know, 
39 and 43 or a 40 and 42 type of season, like a like a nine or 10 seed in the Western Conference with this team the way it is. Now, if they trade Chris or they trade uh, Gallinari or Steven Adams or any of those guys, then I'm going to have to take that statement back. But right now, they look like a team that is that is like literally right at average, like just an average team. But that's better than what anybody thought they're going to be this year. Well, um, that's actually all the questions that we have. This is a short, a very, very, very short. How long is this? 13 minutes. That's a record for me because I like to talk, but um, I don't have my co-host here with me, and I know you don't want to just hear me ramble, so I'm going to let you guys go. This is the first episode of International Thunder. I am Adam Francisco. Please check the SwapReport.com for Thunder updates. Subscribe to our YouTube I'm also starting that up this year. You know, my, my Swap Report rants. Hopefully you guys that are listening to this podcast have listened to my rants. If not, you need to. And subscribe. Please subscribe. It takes nothing for you to just press the button and subscribe. So please do it. But until next time, hopefully with Alberto, I am Adam Francisco for the SwapReport.com. Thank you guys for listening. Time. Turn all of the lights on over From Oklahoma City. To Berlin, it's Suave and Alberto with International Thunder, your weekly thunder update.